0: You're listening to the Brand Compass, conversations to navigate your way to building a brand fit for purpose and poised for success. Here's your host, Shelley Rossland. Hello there, my friend, and welcome to the show where we chat all about the ways in which your brand meets the humans you serve. I'm Shelley, I'm your host on this conversational journey, and today I wanted to dig my teeth into a really meaty subject that sits at the heart of your brand strategy, and that is your positioning. For me, there are two sides to this coin. One, the uniqueness of you as the proficient expert behind the work. And two, the specificity of the problem that you solve. These two elements help to define how you are different and how you stand out from others who do the same work that you do. The side of the coin that I'm going to talk to you about in this episode, though, is the second side, the specificity of the problem you solve. Now, the way that I'm going to approach this is It's going to be a pretty high level because remember, I don't know what exactly it is that you do. However, I'm working on the basis that you do deliver a service to your clients. So you'll need to listen to this episode today through the lens of that service that you're delivering to your clients. So let's get into the meat, shall we? I'm a big fan of the rule of three. So if I can put concepts, models or demonstrations into three steps or phases or blocks, if you will, then I want to. So when I heard... Michael Hyatt and his daughter, Megan Hyatt Miller, talk about their one framework that they use at Full Focus that helps business owners to aid their decision-making and their problem-solving, I was completely on board. I'll pop the link in the show notes for a particular podcast episode where they chat about this uh, if you're a bit more curious. They are really my favorite subject matter experts when it comes to leadership and productivity. Anyhow, back to the rule of three. So Michael and Megan talk about the fact that when you have a challenge or a problem or some kind of friction that occurs in your business, it can be attributed to one of three things, vision, alignment, or execution. And when they walked this through, I thought, gosh, you know what? Number one, yeah, that is so true. And number two, actually, service providers as a whole are more often than not solving problems for their clients in one or more of these three areas. So I got to work. And I plotted out how this could be true for you as service providers. And today I actually use this as a simple way to help clients to quickly spot their starting point for their positioning work. Now I'm sharing this with you, my friend, because sometimes when you're so close to what you're doing, it can be really hard to work out where to start with this positioning work. So hopefully by the end of the episode, you will be able to have a good starting point and then it won't feel so hard. So let's be honest, we are really great at advising our clients, right? And we can see very clearly what they need to do. But as soon as we flip the lens onto ourselves and our own work, we are far too close to it to be objective or insightful about what we should do. So you may be asking yourself, why is positioning work important, Spending time on your positioning is a, a really highly rewarding way to really know how you are literally going to position your messaging and your branding around the problem you solve and who you solve it for. It also informs your pricing. Let's get into my simple framework using the Hyatt's thinking of the vision, alignment and execution. And I'm going to call them for the purposes of our discussion today, service priority areas. So vision, alignment, execution being service priority areas. As I walk you through each one of these areas, I want you to reflect on which of these you think your services or your offers actually fall into. If after this episode, you can't put your service into one of these areas, perhaps that is feedback for you as well. And it means that you need to potentially sharpen up the problem that you're solving and work out where it should fit in. The other thing I'll probably highlight before we start is that it's possible that you may have some offers that perhaps cross over more than one of these service areas. But I'll talk about that a bit more at the end to give you some pointers if that is true for you. Okay, let's get cracking. Now, for each of these service priority areas, what I'm going to do is I'm going to describe them in a few ways that just really color them in for you. So you really get a good idea of what they involve. All right. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to cover some characteristics of what that area will actually come across as, what its overall function would be. And also, what are the kinds of work that would happen for a service provider who's delivering in that service area? What would that look like? So I'll give you a few examples. Remember, you're going to listen to reflect on where you think your service falls into. Ready? Let's start with vision. So this area is characterized by a focus being on future-focused work. It's very aspirational with a grounding in possibility. It provides direction and is heavily influenced by the decision maker or the founder's purpose or drive, so the person you're working with. The main function of the service or solution that falls into this area is that it articulates the ideal future in engaging attractive terms to help capture hearts and minds and enroll people in a specific big idea, activity, project or future. To give you an idea of the type of activity and what that might look and feel like there will be things like high-level challenging and coaching style conversations, perhaps dream thinking exercises, overcoming limiting beliefs through carefully managed provocative questioning and recognizing and prioritizing core values. So if we had to switch the lens to the marketplace to see what those service providers might actually be, they could be people like business consultants, brand consultants, executive leadership coaches, organisational culture coaches, or trainers. Sound familiar? Now that's vision. Does that sound good to you? Sound like you? Well, if it doesn't quite sound like you and your services are potentially a bit more pragmatic, then maybe the next area may be for you, and that is alignment. Now, this area is characterized by a focus on acknowledging all the wholesome strategic insights from that vision area of work, and then digging into a high assessment of a multitude of internal and external factors, a considered diagnosis of the options that are available, and then evaluating the best solution to help link objectives to action. The main function of this area of solutions that might fall into alignment is that they are very importantly a link between vision and execution. It translates vision into actionable activity. It's very important for instilling trust because of that link between vision and execution and is responsible for really designing thought through paths for people to follow and execute on. So the type of activity in the alignment area might look like things like analysis, diagnosis, troubleshooting, translation, distilling objections, systems assessment or building or construction. The services that could fit into this service priority area of alignment could look like niche consultancy focused on potentially translating a very specific visionary goal, for example, into a roadmap, systems strategy and planning, operations management, performance appraisal and role definition, And if we flip the lens to what that could look like as an actual service provider in the marketplace, that could look like health and safety advisors or trainers, HR management services or providers, operational management providers, strategic minded online business managers, IT systems advisors, brand strategy consultants. How did that sound? Did that sound a bit closer to what you do or cover? excellent. If not, and you're still thinking, hang on Shelley. I'm much more hands-on and I am really deep in the doing, then the next area, execution, is more than likely your area. The execution priority service area is characterized by actions like they're really the doing activity, recruiting team members resource planning, allocation, delegation, tool or system setup and training, or even KPI identification, just to name a few. The main function of this service area is that it delivers on the vision. It transforms the condition of the client it fuels and carries the daily activity of the business. It really provides that solid evidence of the vision and alignment, cohesion, and produces those measurable outcomes. So the types of services that would fit into this area would be things like virtual assistance, project management, specialist task implementation, that might be particularly based on a software tool or platform, and what I call efficiency aiders. So services that are high task orientated, efficient, and productive. And if we switch that marketplace lens to see what kind of service providers that might look like, they could be people like social ads managers, virtual assistants, Executive assistants, personal assistants, creative freelancers like graphic designers, web developers, copywriters, podcast editors, podcast production, and also video editors. So that's it. Really, those are the three priority service areas of vision, alignment, and execution. armed with that knowledge and that was a lot that we got through there did that help you to at least distill which of your services actually fall into those areas or did you have the situation where potentially you think you're sitting in more than one of those service areas you know and if so what do you do now well again i don't know your specific situation so the advice would be a heck of a lot easier <laughs> if i did however What I can do is just give you another bit of insight that you can layer on top of whatever your realisation has come to after listening so far. At the beginning of this episode, I shared with you that positioning work is important because it gives you a rewarding way in which to really know how you are going to position your messaging and your branding around the problem you solve and who you solve it for. And it also informs Pricing, the reason it's handy to work out where you sit in this vision alignment and execution idea is because from a positioning perspective, knowing this will give you a clear idea of the level of problem that you're solving and more than likely who you're solving them for. If you were a little bit gray about that before listening, I hope that you see that you need to get a bit clearer about it. Because once you have clarity on your side, my friend, this will help you to be simpler, more direct and clearer in your positioning and your messaging and get you closer to understanding where you actually fit in the business puzzle for your clients. Now, let's quickly cover the elements of how positioning affects pricing, okay? If you are looking for higher margins of profit, you need to be looking at two main things, the price of your service offer and how big are the problems that you are solving. The bigger the problems, the higher the price. The smaller the problems, the lower the margins. And one more aspect to think about is this rise of technology and AI, and of course, the cyclical influx of new people that keep coming onto the market doing the thing that you do. My biggest advice would be to keep aiming to the top end of your service priority area, whichever one you are in. So almost if you think about the good old fashioned triangle and you've got your execution at the bottom, alignment in the middle and vision at the top, if you want to increase your pricing and you want to improve your profit margins, you need to look at the bigger problem that you can solve that moves you up that triangle. Hopefully that makes sense, does it? Now, my suggestion is to probably diarize to listen to this episode again, because we went through quite a bit, right? And take a notebook, chunk out some time in your diary and go and sit somewhere in a coffee shop maybe and have a listen again and make notes while I'm talking. All right. Maybe you'd like to take a friend with you who potentially could do with listening and shining this vision alignment execution lens onto what they do as well. It's probably the best thing you could do for yourself this month to just catapult your thinking to your overall positioning as a service professional. Now, like I always say, I'd love to know if you're doing this work. So take a picture of yourself, tag me on LinkedIn or on Instagram. I'd love to know if this was useful for you. Who do you know they could do with learning about my Vision Alignment Execution Service Offer Framework? Share this episode with them. You know you want to. Until next time, my friend, stay strong, believe you have value and make good brand decisions. Thank you for listening to The Brand Compass. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to share it with your entrepreneurial friends and help them make good brand decisions. Until next time, let's keep the conversation going at shellyrosland.com.